Hey everyone, this is Connor. Before we get started, I just want to encourage you to check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash podsidepicnic. If you become a patron, you'll get access to multiple exclusive episodes every month. And you can also join our patrons-only Discord chat, where Pete and I talk informally with the Podside Picnic community. So if you like the show, go ahead and check us out at patreon.com slash podsidepicnic. Thanks. Welcome back to Podside, everyone. This is, of course, Carlo, and today it's me, Chris, Kurt, and a satanic panic on our hands. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got uh, Nancy Reagan and Tipper Gore. Yeah. Well, this this is the this is in, goat herself. This is in Canada, so uh, <laughs> I, I don't know who the, the 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 prime minister would be at that point in time. But hey, you know whatever. Oh yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> the tr- it's Trudeau's dad, right? I guess, yeah. <laughs> go back into back. Go back into the pit, eh? Yeah, <laughs> beast of you, beast of hell. I'm busy getting cucked by Castro. <laughs> Is it cucked or canucked? Oh, hey, yeah. well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> well, anyway, so we're going to be talking about what is it? 1988 uh, Black Roses. I was going to say Dark Roses. Um, yeah. Which initially, when you proposed this, Kurt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about a uh what is it Nancy A Collins uh crossover book. I was like, wow, Kurt read that? <laughs> no, it was like a, sir. It was a, it I was, was a, not proposing anything yes. along, along it's, it's, those lines. It's a, I was proposing the <laughs> One of the meanest, spirited, <laughs> fucking sleaziest horror films I've ever seen. But also yeah. like also one of the funniest. It is it is very very funny often, mm-hmm. um, so so yeah let's let's uh, let's just dive into and, it, shall we? And stage and dive even perhaps. It's got big pussy. Salvatore yes. Bompintiero yes. himself. Oh man, you, <laughs> Vincent Pastore. Hey, Maron, I was trying to hold <laughs> off on that. Hey, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Forget I said anything. Forget Why are you busting my chops over here? <laughs> But yeah, yeah, it, it is. It is a very, a very, um, uh, you know, a very young <laughs> Vincent Pastore. <laughs> oh, he's, he really doesn't look. I, I, well, I mean, he, he, he doesn't was, look that young. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that he came out of the womb already looking middle aged. So, yeah, you know. yeah, he he, he, he about he's 45. like medium pussy level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I may, I just want to contextualize why I wanted to watch uh, this film, but or you know, and and discuss for, but the the main reason just because it's it's glorious, glorious trash. <laughs> um, but but something so there was a little film um, that came out recently called Suitable Flesh, um, directed mm. by uh, Joe Lynch, um, and uh, with a uh, screenplay by oh gosh, what's his name? Um, something Paoli. It's um. The the screenwriter who always worked with uh, Stuart Gordon or who frequently worked with uh, Stuart Gordon, but it was a 2023 film, um, and it is perhaps best described as a simultaneous loving homage to both Stuart Gordon and like early 90s Paul Verhoeven, um, and it is just absolute over the top ridiculous uh, sleaze, and I loved it dearly, and I immediately was like. 
I want to go and rewatch Black Roses um, because we don't, you know, <laughs> hi- the the history of horror is in many respects the history of lowest common denominator sleaze. <laughs> but but <laughs> but something fun happens with a film like Black Roses, um, which is essentially, as Carlo alluded, a satanic panic, evil heavy metal, um, ho- ho- you know, horror film, but. It was. It is very clearly made by people who th- who fucking love heavy metal music, mm. and we're like, actually, we like the idea that that yeah. there's a satanic heavy metal band. We think that's fucking cool. So let's <laughs> let's just run with it. So. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like it's it's I I, that, I find that whole uh, streak of like metal horror movies in the eighties to be like really really fascinating. It's so fun. Yeah, because there's actually a deeper mind there than you would think, and uh, it, it, because it, I, I think what I, I like about it is it it buys into metal's kayfabe like on its face. Yes, like, yeah, it, it's it's it, I love that part of it. I, you know, it's it's interesting you mentioned that, Chris, because so um, my girls uh, were asking for spooky music um, in my truck, and I I now only have cassettes. In my truck, I, I I took I took the little Alexa thing out of my um out completely. We don't we don't fuck with that anymore. At least not, not at least not in my truck. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, well, what spooky music do I have? And I was like, well, I guess the spookiest I have is this 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 uh Black Sabbath Greatest Hits cassette. Oh, and so I put that in, and the first song was was Black Sabbath, <laughs> um, which is this like you know, six or seven minute long, it begins like this atmospheric weird, you know, there's like a church bell and the sound of rain. And then Ozzy just starts fucking like wailing into the microphone and, and going, Oh God, no, no, no. And, um, you know, he's describing like, I, I think the story is that, um, geezer Butler, who wrote most of the lyrics for, for black Sabbath, um, wrote it about sleep paralysis. And it was, it was actually the first black Sabbath song where they were like, you know, they had basically been like a power blues uh, trio, and Geezer mm-hmm. Butler was apparently watching people in line for a horror film, and went, you know, people think it's cool to be scared. Why don't why don't we make rock and roll that's that's like just meant to scare people? And and <laughs> I, I was trying to explain this to a four year old and a seven year old, and I was like, well, they they pretended to be evil scary people like for fun um but at the time people thought they really were evil and scary (laughs) and then they kind of did sort of become evil and scary also as a result of it but it started off as like it as you said chris it's it's kayfabe and it's such a funny idea when you think about it because like the all those people tend to be the nerdiest fucking people on (laughs) earth and then they're like Hey, let's dress all in black and, you know, we'll grow our hair out and we'll wear an upside down cross as a necklace, you know, and everyone will be <laughs> terrified. And and as you say, it's it's such a funny it's such a funny idea. And yeah, to to take it seriously, like doubles down on the fact that like it's it's fun because it's fun and then it's even more fun because they're like, What if our music really did turn kids into you know, demonic murder? <laughs> <laughs> which 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 I do want to talk about the <laughs> the 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 moment that we see this happen but uh we'll, we'll get to that in a second yes. right because it it opens like almost like uh 
not not a cold open exactly, but sort of like that structure that you have like a prologue, right? Where they're, they're <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's not vamped up. I guess it would be demoned up. Uh, yeah, they're just in fucking demon form rocking out. I, I, I honestly thought my, my file was corrupted because I was like, wait a minute. I'm like halfway through the movie here. What's going on? <laughs> and so, uh, and as they're playing the music, like uh, apparently they're they're trying to shut down the venue. I believe, is that Roger Corman that does a cameo as the guy shutting down the venue? Oh, oh I don't know. Be, I don't know. <laughs> I, I I couldn't find a film credit, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, uh, that wouldn't shock me. Uh, but but in any case, like there's some weirdo just peering in through the uh, the the window. <laughs> yeah, get and <laughs> like get, weirdly, getting his rocks off. <laughs> well, get, get, yeah, I guess like uh, he, he's microdosing the hypnotism that they have. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, when they finally like pull him away, they open the doors to like you know, I guess walk in, stride in with their with their decree or whatever. And they get stormed by like basically overrun by basically an undead horde. <laughs> yes. Dude, they look like a cross between the deadites from army of darkness. And <laughs> I don't know, like a, like, like, like an early Peter Jackson puppet sort of, they, they, they oh, have that, yeah. that kind of like funny, like rubber face. And yeah. I love the, the complete lack of, of effects transitioning to it where it just kind of like, flickers back and forth and just like as the evil heavy metal plays the kids just all turn into like crazy latex faced you know like gibbering zombies yeah (laughs) yeah honestly like and and the demons uh honestly their their demon makeup is pretty great but it also uh looks like a demon who's also like allergic to something yes (laughs) yeah they've broken out in hives they've been stung by uh, by satan bees "Ah, the bees bees. no not the bees sire um but yeah, so so uh, and then we, <laughs> I love that we get what is it two? It's two Lamborghinis like, oh yeah, those are so fucking sick. Those are um, are those uh, Testarossas? I think, are they? I, I wasn't sure. Yes, yes, it's it's. Okay. I I, th- I think it's it's two Lamborghini Testarossas that dr- yeah drives slowly down the main street of this small mm-hmm. town. And like, yeah, like yeah. It's so yeah, it's fucking just like, cool. And there's like nobody there. Nobody That's there, the yeah. <laughs> In the broad daylight. I, 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 I appreciate... Oh, oh, oh I'm ahead, sorry. Carl. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, um, you mentioned earlier, Carlo, that this was shot in, in uh, Canada. And I, I, I was struck by how much, like, whatever section of Canada they filmed it in just reminds me totally of, like, you know, uh, run-down Rust Belt like Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what the director said in retrospect was that they they scouted for a Canadian town that would look like a beat up American industrial like a rest yeah. town. So so you yeah. you nailed it. <laughs> Excellent. They nailed it. They they did. They, they did. did. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, although I will say the um the appearance of age of the high school students perhaps a little bit less nailed. Uh, well you know uh kurt let let me let me just tell you something a little bit about a a tv show that i watched for far too long called beverly hills 90210 (laughs) (laughs) i don't i don't think we yeah i don't i don't think we've we've uh figured that one out yet uh but um but yeah like i i also love how over the top uh who we later find out uh is the you know he's the lead singer of the band (laughs) called 
you know, Damien. called yeah, yeah, called a very innocuous name like Damien. <laughs> uh, and, and he, I love that he he points, but he points using devil horns. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, like the Pla- the, the metal horns. <laughs> Played by uh, Sal Viviano, um, who is like a professional like opera singer, actually, I think, hmm. or like a Broadway singer. I I believe is is primarily what he's oh, done interesting. work as he's he's done like he's done a smattering of acting roles and seems to be still acting um now but he also does he suspiciously doesn't look a whole like a, a great deal older um than than he he did uh in in this film <laughs> maybe, maybe he did in fact make a deal with <laughs> Satan. Entirely possible. <laughs> possible. Um I, I also love that uh one of the band members is like an actual factual uh drummer. <laughs> Their drummer yeah. is an actual drummer. Carmine Apice or Apice? Apis? Yes. Yes, he's he was I mean, he was in a whole like he was in a bunch of um pretty king cobra legit. yeah I mean, he was in king cobra I, bl- I believe he was in cactus which is which is a great like early kind of like i don't know if you call them doom metal exactly but that the kind of like early proto doom metal but yeah yeah he's he's a fucking legit drummer <laughs> <laughs> um i believe that most of the music in this is uh king cobra um mm-hmm. and uh is fucking great um and the actual singing um is by uh Marcy Free um the uh the singer Marcy Free so okay she does a great job amazing yeah Although- it, it, it's pretty it's pretty great like um spot on like late 80s hair metal yes. like where where it's at where it's still still taking some cues from like glam rock and, and things like that um and uh still like uh getting it's not getting to like the excesses of like the like the poisons or the or things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I do want to point out that the 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 main song that they play over, you know, like I think Chris and I were talking about this before we started. They only play it like fifty seven times throughout the movie. <laughs> is actually by uh, Lizzie Borden, uh, "Me Against the World," which actually like. After hearing it, I was like, "Shit! Now I got to listen to this song for real." <laughs> like, not not uh, you know whomever uh, you know lip syncing it or whatever. What was the band that was in um, the Dungeon Master? Do you remember? Oh, oh yeah, that um, was that Wasp. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. You're, you're absolutely right. right. Yes. yes, yeah. It's it's very Wasp. Uh, mm-hmm, I, definitely. I think. And I absolutely love. B- both of Damien's personas, because one of the things that is <laughs> that, you know, we'll get to it. But but the band initially presents as this kind of like, I don't know, they're they're kind of like a like a more they they pre- they present as a more ballad oriented glam band. Mm-hmm. Very ki- kind of like uh, like more poison oriented, but like even a little bit but like 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 a borderline Christian poison. Mm-hmm. Almost, um, and then of course there's there's who Damien actually is. When well, I mean, r- really, there's there's three personas. There's also the his his fucking monster form, which we'll get to. But but yeah, his <laughs> his fucking like BDSM'd up um, actual yeah. lead singer persona that, is pretty yeah, fucking and, great and, too. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's it, not even so, his, that's not even his final form. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny when they put on that whole like light <laughs> FM. Oh. 
Oh my uh, god! Like I was costumes. Laughing. I was laughing so hard because his his uh, weird um, his weird like overcoat is yeah. like something that you would have seen straight out of like Miami Vice or something. Yes, shit. yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, it, it's and it's just so like so obviously like <laughs> it's just it's, it's like we're perfect. Like they might as well have halos over their head like while they're singing. Like well, he's just, even yeah. singing this song about like you know my town or is, my is like my this, hometown, you know, my, my hometown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but before we get to that, I believe that um we meet uh what's his name? Ma- Matthew Matthew Morehouse. Uh Mal- yes. played yeah, by yeah. John Martin, who is the the kind of cool Robin Williams style English teacher. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's 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 uh yeah he he's more of like uh he he's definitely giving that um, Dead Poet Society vibe, except you know not quite as uh, <laughs> yeah not didn't have that much budget, so you know mm-hmm. it is funny like how they they act like I I feel like so I've I, I've watched a lot of teenage panic horror and and exploitation films, um and uh this one devotes by far some of the most time to the actual classroom dynamics the the only one that i could think of that spends even more time in the classroom is like class of 1984 maybe has like, like a <laughs> shitload of, of like classroom scenes um it even has class in the title yeah <laughs> that's that's true um but like i love how he's like all right everybody uh god what does he say he's like forum 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 yeah yeah, yeah forum and then they, forum. Uh, they, they, they all like pull their desks into a circle and he quizzes them on i don't know well, he has. To, they have yeah. to have like an open discussion. Like he he opens On the Whitman. floor with Whitman. Like, that's right, Walt Whitman. Yes. No, no, well, no, no, actually, no, no. The the forum scene is he's initially talking about Whitman, but the forum scene where they circle circle the desks is actually about uh, Emerson and what does it mm. mean to be self? Uh, what is it? Self reliant. <laughs> it means it means turning into a devil man and murdering your parents. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Well, there, there's even actually, uh, I think the first scene we see of them, they're talking, they're discussing Wiltman because there's that phrase about like e- evil drives me or something like that, mm-hmm. and he actually like gets a halfway decent reading um, from like you know the weird creepy kid in class. Yeah, I um, like that. Yeah, yeah, like so he's actually a halfway decent teacher if they're actually all doing that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, in in fairness, uh, Chris, I I I actually credit his. Uh, his great variety of different uh, sweaters, very tasteful sweaters, yes. and uh, madras uh, long sleeved shirts. That's right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's the stash too. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, like, um, is it John Martin? Is you know, like he's 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 projecting like hunkiness mm-hmm. actually, like mm-hmm. in the movie. Yeah, a little too willy nilly, I gotta say. Uh, considering that, like, his like student is like in love with him mm. and he doesn't seem to be kind of disabusing her of that no yeah no no yeah it, it, it's not it's not great yeah yeah there's a lot of well at at this point in the in the in the movie there are uncomfortable sexual undertones and they very quickly become overtones and then just tones <laughs> i would say <laughs> pretty, pretty fast but um but yeah yeah and so um uh professor morehouse or or mr morehouse is um he's he's dating the mayor's daughter uh priscilla mm. um and the mayor is kind of like he's like a he's like a knucklehead kind of he's he because it it we find out that um black roses the famous band black roses is in town 
um, to perform three concerts, they say, as preparation for their like their like big, you know, national tour. I thought it, uh, I thought it was four. Maybe it's four. Some yeah. some numbers, some presumably numerological. More, more, yeah. more, more than number. one for sure. <laughs> yeah. More than one, less than 666, <laughs> um, which is the number of the beast, of course. It is a human number, but less more than the number of shows that they will perform. Um, and I, I, I love the part where um, so the I, I guess there, there's this scene where a, a I will say a very Nancy Reagan coded woman um mm-hmm. get, gets up and is reading uh lyrics from from the band which are much more overtly evil than the actual yeah. lyrics that we hear where she's like rise up kill your parents <laughs> destroy your family burn your town or something along those yeah. lines she was the main uh, uh female lead in creature from the black lagoon oh yeah uh, uh julie adams right julie adams that's right yeah yes yep. and she she does you know she she's great for what little um yeah time she actually gets in this but yeah she's i thought perfect. she would be a bigger villain in the thing in the piece but like they kind of like get her out of the way pretty quickly yeah well because she i mean in in, in fairness she she was right <laughs> she was right. <laughs> well yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's true um yeah so so she's she's kind of rallying the parents and going look at this evil sin that your children are, are doing and then mayor mayor farnsworth comes up and goes everybody calm down i i love i love the kind of like aw shucks um type type thing where he's like don't you guys don't you guys remember when we were kids do you guys remember the beatles we all love the beatles don't we <laughs> yeah. and those crazy kids with their long hair i mean you were you remember your son johnny he grew his hair out one summer and you like, about like, flipped like tape. ringo <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're like what <laughs> oh, it's uh, so great by by the way and and i was wondering this i just found this out um so priscilla the mayor's daughter is uh played by carla ferrigno who uh, apparently is was, that lou ferrigno's daughter or, or uh wife, wife or ex uh, i think ex-wife oh boy oh as of i mean apparently they're filing for divorce so yes oh um in any case uh yeah it, it, it was <laughs> i i did find that funny where he's like Come on, you know that this is like you know that's what rock and roll does. You know, it's that's just and he's basically making it's just entertainment. Uh, <laughs> argument. I mean, it's it's a reasonable argument. It just he just happened to be wrong in this particular case. Yeah, <laughs> devilishly wrong. Devilishly wrong. <laughs> yes. Um. Anyway, well, it, yeah, it, it, it is funny though. He when he starts saying, "Oh, you guys were so uncomfortable rock when they first started." Remember Chuck Berry and uh, Little Richard, like specifically naming like only like black artists. Yeah. Like it was like, I, w- I wonder why they were uncomfortable with that. Yeah. I, I also love that uh, this is the scene where like uh, the, the uh, Julie Andrews is standing uh, at a podium uh, and there's like the, weirdly like it. Did I did I mistake this? They had like an American flag and a Canadian flag. They did. Yeah. I was like, what? Wait, what's happening? Yeah, it's like in what situation other than like the UN would that occur? <laughs> They've invaded. Yeah, it's, it's happened. It yeah. has a very like beginning of Patton type feel to it. <laughs> <laughs> and these kids, they want to listen to music. <laughs> anyway, so um 
So yeah, I, I, I do I do really love that as soon as the band uh, shows up, like like I, I to your point, Kurt, I do think that they there's a lot of setting up like in little vignettes, like the three maybe four households that are mostly affected by this. Yeah. Um, which is you know like uh, was it Johnny with his weird weirdo uh, dad who's always reading the paper? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he's great. He's um. Yeah, Johnny is the kind of like um like uh catcher in the rye type type mm-hmm. type guy, yeah. right? He's kind of like the Holden, yeah. you know, as yeah. it were. He's 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 I'm, misunderstood and everyone yeah. well, he, everyone's he's also phony. yeah, like super twitchy, you know. He's like, also like 37. <laughs> yes, exactly. No one knew. That guy's face just screams, I have a mortgage. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> no no one knew that that was really the, the, the pressure he was feeling in high school. It was his midlife crisis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he, he definitely gives off like he would be a school shooter to, in today. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It's a little, a little sweaty, uh, a little sweaty lipped and uh, wide yeah. eyed. Yeah. So there's him. There's, um, I think, I think Tony is kind of like the, he's mm-hmm. kind of like the like the, Italian the heavy. Yeah, yeah. The, he's like the muscly kind of like gang type guy. He he feels like he should be like combing his hair and snapping his fingers, and you you know he's he's kind of got that that kind of like um that kind of like young Sylvester Stallone sort of vibe. I, I I do love that they matched his hairdo with with Vincent Pastore's hairdo. Yes, which is like it's 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 almost like guile from the Street Fighter, yeah. <laughs> just like straight up and square at the top. And you're like, what the fuck is happening with his hair? Uh, there's that. At, what is it? Emily is the one with the the stepdad, right? I mean, there's uh, yeah, there's also Julie so. who had also has a stepdad, but. He's sort of not as uh, like the, the the movie doesn't seem to focus on him as much as they both get killed in more or less the same way. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <Later right. on. laughs> yes, I I think one of them is her. So so I think Julie is I, I think that's Julie's actual dad. And then I think the other one, Emily, I think Emily is, is the one with the stepdad. I think. No, no. I mean, when uh, later on, when she's giving giving him a, a shoulder massage, she's like, "Oh, you really like you really know how to treat your stepdad." Uh, so I was like, "Wait, what? There's two stepdads? This is sort of confusing." But well, no, I so I think I think the actual dad is the one who has a heart attack. Yes, that that's the actual ah, dad, the the okay. one who's playing strip gin Rami with the demon, oh, the Jesus demon, demon. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting a little I, bit ahead of yeah we can get into to. it when we get there, uh, but yeah yeah so anyway so they they have uh, so after they have like the big debate the band decides to have like this sort of um, <laughs> air supply style concert <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, just to show them you know they're they're not all that bad and they have like white polyester yeah and and so like they they play like this very um sort of uh shades of reo speedwagon you know like later reo speedwagon where they they sort of like have a lot of mm-hmm. tingly like uh tinkly uh piano pieces or, or bells or whatever just very um very delicate it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of like 
Sammy Hagar era Van Halen a little bit, mm. which I like. I like a lot. I'm on record, by the way, as saying I prefer Sammy Hagar Van Halen to David Lee Roth Van Halen. Mm. I know that makes me an apostate, but you know it's that satanic influence. What can I say? Mm. Um, oh, but is, yes. Sa- is Sammy Hagar uh, satanic? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, rocker, I mean, man. he can't drive 55. You know, well, I mean, he's I a guess scoff he's- law. I guess he wants to drive 666. That's, that's right. Yes. Next number up. Yeah. Um, oh man, if there was there was there an 80s horror movie called Route 666? Because if there wasn't, there should have been. There there must be, right? Yeah, there's. Gotta I'm be. pretty sure there there's probably something. I there know was, that there's a what is it nine seven six one. Oh yeah, yeah, that's too late. Yeah. That. Well, I I know that there was a 80s movie uh, that was what nine nine seven six dash evil, uh, which yes. which had actually the actor who played evil in um in the 80s Fright Night. Mm. Oh, the, the, his his like the only other role I remember him in. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> where did that guy go? Uh, anyway, uh, the 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 band then has like this thing, and then like all the parents. <laughs> And the mayor, like, well, I guess it's power ballads. Yeah, I love how they're we're, like, we're oh, well, satisfied. I don't, I don't understand it, but it seems harmless enough. And they all, they all leave, and you're like, what the fuck, what, what the hell kind of shit is this? And then uh, I, and I then love I, the quick I love, change. Yeah, I fucking like, love it. Yeah, they, the, the, they, they put out the lights, and then he just like apparently just tears off his thing, and he's got like <laughs> the leather harness underneath. The whole band, the whole band oh, yeah, is fucking yeah. dressed like like extras. In in like a Deathstalker film or something. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Instantly all wearing full BDSM gear and like, yes, now it's time for sin. <laughs> <laughs> now we can really rock. Uh, and and so obviously they they start uh, you know like singing something a bit stronger, stronger, which is a, the, a again the uh, Lizzie Borden uh, "Me Against the World" song. So uh, good song. Good song. I, I I think I think it rocks. I would say mm-hmm. those kids got their money worth. Uh, I, right. I I do find it very funny to me that um, when you look up the video for that same song by Lizzie Borden, Lizzie Borden looks much scarier than the actual satanic band. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but in any case, uh, I I I also love that later. I think it's after the the day the day after. Uh, the 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 cool hip happening uh, English teacher just can't get any he can't connect with his students anymore, <laughs> and then that's where he knows that something's wrong. Something's that's right. happening. They're they're not so into poetry anymore. What's what's going on? Yeah, right. like at first they're not they're not evil yet. I don't believe they're because I I'm trying to remember. Did they start killing people after the second concert? I think it's after the second concert. Yeah, it's they, like after they, the second concert. They start killing people. Um because uh, yeah, after, they're just kinda like they're just kinda like bums now. They're they're yeah. lazy teens. Yeah, they're they're surly and sullen, you know. They they don't wanna they, they don't have any answers, you know. He can't just call freely mm-hmm. on Johnny to give him another They're always on their phones. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that they have like um like black rings under their eyes like they've all had like you know a hell of a night <laughs> like <laughs> a hell uh, of a night yeah hey, well and I, I I yeah and it's like um they're playing over the course of like what four nights so it's like they have to like slowly work up to turning them evil. <laughs> It's well, not that you, slow. You need, you, <laughs> well, no. I mean, you, you do need a bit of a a bit of a, a runway to get to the evil, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but but yeah, like almost immediately, like uh, what is it? Uh, 
Is it Tony? Yeah, Tony uh, immediately like, oh, they're giving away tickets and they're giving away the 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 record, and he just like gets into a fist fight. Uh, I like to think that the guy that he punched because he he just like laid him out laid him out because he was wearing an Iron Maiden uh, shirt <laughs> and not a Black Roses shirt. That's right. Know? Of course. I mean, fucking of course. Although at the same time, well, you know. So here's an etiquette question. All right, it's we all know. I think that it's that it's a bit stale to wear the t-shirt of the band you're seeing, right? Mm-hmm. But what if it's a what if it's like a multi-night event and the band is literally the band from hell? Then <laughs> is it okay to wear their merch on the second night? Not the first one, I don't think. I think that's a little bit that's a little bit try hard. But maybe on the second <laughs> night when you're getting actually turned into demons, maybe that would be an appropriate night to wear the Black Roses t-shirt that you got you know, on the I first mean, night of the hell concert. I mean, honestly, we could all learn a lesson from Johnny who with the uh, with the help of a I guess a correcting pen uh, just drew the the weird skull <laughs> on his own leather uh, that leather denim not full jacket it's like a vest right yes yeah mm-hmm. it's like a very like Ramon style vest I would say yeah yes I I do I do actually sort of like the uh, the the like the black roses uh, like mascot if you will whatever it 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 puts me in mind of like uh the cover of was it the cramps yeah the bad music for bad people or something yeah mm. yeah except too stylized it's too cartoony uh, yeah he's got like cartoon eyes he's he's he looks like the um the social distortion skeleton without the top mm. hat <laughs> and speaking of skeletons um when they get back for the second night of the concert, I don't think anything significant happens. But there, 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 there's some stuff with like uh, Mr. Morehouse is is like talking to the mayor and trying to convince him that something. Yeah, well, no, no, he he, he actually he actually goes down and talks to Damien. Oh, that's let right. Me, let me let me point out that he talks to Damien that this whole day that he's in. He uh, apparently he he special ordered his sweater directly artisanally crafted from Halloween Town. <laughs> I, I do love that it's like a, a orange and black striped sweater. And you're like, what's going on here? And and oh oh the 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 things that I remember from him talking to Damien, where, where Damien's just like also affecting like that. Aw shucks, yeah. It's just entertainment, you know. And if people just listen to our music, you know, I, I love that they they included like exactly what the Christians would like yes. freak out about. It's like they'd understand that we have a humanist message about <laughs> climate change and yada yada. And you're like, holy shit, this is really prescient because this is the shit that the evangel the evangelicals are freaking out about now, you know? So so I did do a little bit of digging. Um and the director, uh John Fasano, is an avowed heavy metal fan. Like oh, hell yeah. apparently and th- this is not even his first um evil rock and roll um uh horror film. Uh that would be his previous film, Rock and Roll Nightmare, uh starring John Michael Thor. Um mm. and uh in, in the fictional band uh Triton, he plays John Triton. <laughs> um and I I started watching it, but I haven't finished it. And now I definitely want to go back and finish it. But it was like, it's like a heavy metal band rents like a farmhouse to record their next album. And it turns out that the farmhouse is filled with demons. 
Um, and so this dude who who looks like again, he looks like he should be playing the lead in one of those like weird like Argentinian like fantasy horror um you know like barbarian movies called stuff like barbarian brothers <laughs> quest for legend or something uh, just a big fucking jacked blonde guy um so i definitely plan on watching that next but yes um so 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 carlo to your point i strongly suspect that that this was the director being like oh you think we're from hell i'll fucking show you hell <laughs> Well, I also I also was laughing so hard because to show just how wholesome he is, uh, he, he not only he but apparently he offers. Uh, we we don't ever see him offer it, but we, he he must have offered. Uh, uh, what's his name, Matthew uh, Morehouse, a, a a nice cup of milk to drink. <laughs> they're they're sort of like talking uh, talking it out over two glasses of milk. I mean, in fairness, like knowing what we know now. Anton Chigur, uh, we mm. know that the someone just drinking unadulterated milk out of a glass is like that's just complete psycho behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so this should have been honestly, this should have been a signal to Mister Moorhead. Uh, I, I do, I do love that he's like, oh, and you're gonna go go on a date with the mayor's daughter. <laughs> like, How do you find this out? He's <laughs> like, you're a famous guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that, and I forget if it's here or if it's no. It it must be after the next concert because Damien gets a really good line off where, um, Mr. Morehouse says something like, "What have you done to my kids?" and he goes, "They're not your kids anymore." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Damien just uh just just great. Just he's got this excellent combination of like being like sleazy and kind of having this like shit eating grin kind of like ah oh, you know everybody know you know that I'm a bad guy but you'll never prove it <laughs> I I like the, I like those dynamics when they pop up in in media yes. the the like you and I both know what I'm doing but there's no way you can prove it <laughs> it's I love a game that it's a game of cat and mouse yes or perhaps Teacher and demon. Or, or, or mm-hmm. I like when it's even a little bit more coy than that, though. Like where it's just like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, you know, kind of doing my thing. I don't know. It, it's just, I, I think um, Damien plays into that pretty well here. Well, he's he's a little birthday boy. You know, <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you can't do anything as a little birthday boy. Oh, we forgot that uh, that Tony comes back with his record after punching out Iron Maiden. Dude. Oh yes, that's right. Oh fuck! I, I was laughing so hard at that because, uh, so so yeah. Do you want to set it up, Kurt? Oh yeah, so um, so yeah, Tony. That's right. Thank you. Yes, I was trying to remember the murder that Tony did because I knew it was the first one, and he doesn't really do a murder, but he facilitates one. So he he starts playing, um, his his fucking sick vinyl, and it's spinning, and um, his dad comes in and is like arguing with him in some way, and then Tony leaves, and his dad is standing in the room, and he turns off, uh, the record player. And it turns itself back on and he turns it off again and it turns itself back on and then it starts like melting and kind of like bubbles up. It's 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 a neat effect. There's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of like this film gets a lot of mileage out of like very straightforward stuff. And this is one of them, right? Like, it, you know, a melting LP looks fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as this is happening, um, all of a sudden, the well, one of the speakers like opens up. And there's like a gateway to hell inside the speaker. (laughs) 
And um, I, this, this, this little I, salacious crumb looking. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this weird like spider creature fucking <laughs> launches <laughs> out of it. Um, oh, okay. The spider creature uh, is not really much of a puppet. It's kind of just like a stationary thing. And, yeah. and, and, but, but it is fucking cool. Uh, and it kind of like launches itself across the room. Um, and Tony's dad is like crawling along the floor, like kicking and fighting it. And it eventually just fucking bites his head and like grabs him and drags him, Pull, pulls him ba- back into, pulls the, speaker, him into yeah. the speaker and he's going, ah, and it's, it's, it's <laughs> totally fucking ridiculous. I was cracking up so, so no, hard. When I, I, I was, I was already cracking up because I realized that it being like uh music from hell, um, it obviously knew exactly the the most evil thing you can do is making a making a man stand up and walk five feet to turn something <laughs> off. <again. laughs> it's just like he, he, I I just love that. And it, it oh, let's not forget that uh, you know um, Tony's dad is um, he, let's just say he's not exactly what we'd call woke. Drops no, drops yes, the F slur and yeah. Because Tony's wearing an earring, you know, uh, it, it's sort of shocking because, like, honestly, at that point in time, like, yeah, it, it's more common than you'd think. Sadly, I, the, the creature effects in this movie are are fun, and they're like they're they're like pretty decent. Like, they're not like screaming mad George like society level, but they're like just good enough that it's like really fun um and the designs in, in particular though really shine like they're really really weird looking stuff yeah i i think that like the weird bug thing in this is probably the worst of them in the film and and so like when it got to this, I was like, "Oh, like where did the budget go? <laughs> like this, <laughs> this looks like a really low budget horror film, but only for a moment." And what's what's funny about it to me is is like this is the first of several major tonal shifts uh, in the film because like like up to this point, it's kind of seemed like you know what like an evil teenager film. Again, sort of like class of 1984, where it's like, well, the teenagers are, you know, corrupted, but it all of a sudden starts doing just fucking ridiculous, as you said, uh, Chris, just kind of like over the top, fun, goofy effects. It's like, oh, okay, like I kind of, you know, I wasn't expecting this, but this is this is interesting what's happening. And it is also the first bit of kind of the mean spiritedness um of the film because mm-hmm. this thing fucking like eats the guy's face uh on you know on the way into the speaker and yeah. you see him getting like pulled in and he's like his legs and arms are kicking and he's yelling and screaming as he gets pulled into the hell speaker <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a cool shot with like it it only framed in shadow like you can only see mm-hmm. the shadow of it like going the, like like the shadow of his legs as yeah he's pulled into uh, the speaker that yeah, was pretty great. cool i like that yeah, I thought that was a really uh, well done sort of like a way to get around like, oh, I don't need to show an effect here, you know, mm-hmm. um, but but yeah, like like uh, and then what is it? The second night, the second concert, some of them just straight up turn into like hell zombies. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I did. <laughs> I did love that they, they look all like the zombies also look sort of um like they look surprised at their <laughs> at their own fate. It's like yeah. rrr, rrr. <laughs> they, they do totally look very cartoony too. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's very funny, and and the band is just up there having a fucking great old time, turning all the teens evil. 
Um, I love that. It's just it's oh, just we, a good time for everybody. We, for, we forgot that uh, the, the the thing with Johnny. I'm gonna paint the town red, and he wants to do oh, it like yeah, literally. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, that was actually really cool. There, it, it again, like th- this this film is all over the place tonally, but it it kind of pulls them all off pretty well. And yeah, so he he gets like a thing of red paint, and he's arguing with with Julie, um, with Julie and, and then. Um, so he starts like painting. Is he painting like a pentagram or something? I don't remember. Or, or d- d- does he not even really I, I, get I a chance to paint? Anything? I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he really paints much of anything. Uh, he's just like full of like this energy. He's just like, my God, stay still, buddy. He, he's like jumping on a light post, and then he goes and steals the the paint, and then finally he he like thinks it over, and then drops the paintbrush. Right. And leaves the paint open there. And then that's where uh, Mr. Moorhead uh, shows up and sees the paint there. And then like uh, it's like at the edge of a parking lot. Yes. And there's that great effect where he looks over at like this closed chain link fence or gate. Right. Mm-hmm. And it starts smoking. There's red lights. And he sees a silhouette. And it looks you know, like for us, we, we've seen Damien already in full regalia and and we know okay so that's damien's silhouette over there and it he looks again and it, he's disappeared and it's just sort of, sort of like smoky he's like what the fuck is happening he walks away he goes back home and it lingers on the paint can and the paint can bursts into flames yes. <laughs> <laughs> because everyone knows that red paint is of the devil yeah <laughs> oh you thought Red rum was cool. just a coincidence, Kurt. So, <laughs> so one of the things that I like about this scene in particular that just occurred to me is is th- there's parts of this that I think you can kind of feel like are intentionally evoking glam metal music videos. Uh-huh. Um, you know, like in kind of the style and that that thing where he yeah, where like Damien walks out of the smoke in silhouette and he's got the big shadow is very that that's that's like you know classic like early guns and roses type video you know? mm-hmm. yep yep uh but yeah so so uh so then uh the second night uh what is it i think the 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 day after the second night is where where we we get into fraught territory because immediately they don't, the kids in the, in Mr. Morehouse uh, Morehouse's uh, classroom don't want to talk about these old white dudes anymore. There's a poet living today. It, <laughs> his name is Damien. You wouldn't even understand his poetry. His songs are so moving. <laughs> it, it just reminded me very much of like our current anti-classic stance that we hear only once a week. That's right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I was just laughing at that because it was like, well, I guess, I guess he nailed the the the, yeah. the high schooler gripe. Why can't I read anything mm-hmm. that I like? <laughs> and I I think it it escalates quite quickly from there. Um, as I recall, pretty soon after that, uh, is when J- J- Johnny uh just goes fucking like straight Abel up Ferrara on his dad <laughs> straight up mercs his dad oh my god yeah i was i was shocked um honestly because yeah so his dad is just kind of sitting there reading the newspaper as he as he always does um and i forget he he like he like yells for johnny for some reason and johnny it shows johnny like getting out a gun 
Um, and he just kind of walks in, you know, wearing like pants and no shirt and just starts shooting his father in the head and just like over and over again. And it's got like, I think it's got like the holes through the newspaper and there's fucking just blood spraying all over. Like it's much more graphic than I was expecting <laughs> it to be. That's one thing about, about this film that I think s- sets it apart from a lot of the kind of like over the top, slightly corny horror films is that uh, often those ones kind of leave an air of levity to the kills. And this one very much does, does not uh, mm-hmm. necessarily all the time. Like this is just like, it's just, it's, I, I don't know. It's like something out of, out of like, like, like an exorcist film or something. It's, it's horrifying. And, and Johnny's dad, John, it's Johnny, right? Johnny's dad. So, yeah. he, he seemed like the relatively innocuous, like maybe like not fully present, but like he was like, Hey, people down the store were saying that this thing might be bad, but you kind of are into it, so why don't you go check it out? And yeah. like, so he, he wasn't, he didn't seem, I, I mean, like, clearly, like, he, the bar is really low based on the other parents in this movie, but <laughs> he certainly clears it. Yeah, he's, he, I think he works as a barber, is, yes. I think, what yeah. I understood. But oh, yeah, 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 because there's the one point where Johnny's like, couldn't hair the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, 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 like, like you said, Kurt, he, he sort of waltzes in doing like air guitar and then suddenly like turns on a dime. He's like, I need the gun now. <laughs> yeah. The gun is good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. And then, uh, shit. It, and then, yeah, Tony then, uh, just like fucking backs his car. <laughs> into his mom oh i forgot him. i totally forgot thank you yeah and she I like couldn't... flies across the street into the <laughs> other jesus house's christ. bins jesus christ <laughs> just like he what knocks the, fuck? the bins down these teenagers <laughs> god yeah uh yeah it's just it's just escalating and and again like in in the context of the whole like satanic panic thing like this is this is what this is what they were afraid of this is what they were saying was going to happen and so to me it's it, and it is I think it it really like underlines it, it you know in its own kind of like silly way is fairly effectively skewering that whole premise of just how fucking ridiculous it is like it it is it, it, even with like the level of gore that this film surprisingly pulls out like it is the the idea of heavy metal turning teenagers evil and making them like kill their parents is just really silly like <laughs> it is a fundamentally silly idea even when you present it like in a very br- brutal fashion in a horror mm-hmm. film. <laughs> and then I believe is uh the strip the strip gin rubber. Oh my god, yes. Uh, okay. So we did say this is a sleazy film. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so there's they, uh so so it's uh shit, it's is it Emily and then I or is Julie, her friend right? Emily? No, Julie is the one that she brains the the dad after like massaging his shoulders right. or whatever. That's right. That's right. Uh, but yeah, I, I forget if I, I'm thinking maybe her the friend is Emily. Yes. Uh, and I forget the name of the 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 actual daughter uh, who is like Emily's like my parents locked me out of the house. I I can't get in and blah blah blah. They're or they're out until late and I I don't have a key. Uh, it, w- I whatsoever shall we do? <laughs> and it's like we could play gin, and I'm like, the thing that was just not you know, like the kids were clamoring for in 1988. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> these kids all getting up to playing gin rummy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, okay. Uh, but and yeah, dancing the Charleston. 
<laughs> the Lindy Hop They're even. Shuffling off to Buffalo. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, the dad, yeah, like beats them. Um, and then like uh, well, the daughter. Well, they, the, the, the daughter does leave. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, that, the, is the one, that is the one concession to decorum that the film yes. makes. But, but the daughter leaves with like this knowing glance. It's like, I'm beat. See you later, Emily. And yeah. You're like, mm. <laughs> yeah. Don't fuck my dad, Emily. Wink, <laughs> wink. <laughs> yeah, it's gross. Super gross. <laughs> but it is. It is funny how. Uh, so you know, uh, you know. Basically, she she loses a, a bunch of her clothes and then starts like giving him a lap dance, and you hear Topless. his his heart. Yes, yes. Thank you. Yes, uh, and his heart. You hear his heart kind of like they. They faded in. It goes do 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 do, and, and then stops. Oh, yeah, and then he stops. You know, he got too horny. He died from horny. Well, he uh, don't put it in the paper. I've yeah. never been horny. <laughs> he, he he skipped to horny jail and went straight to dead. <laughs> yeah, he went to horny heaven or horny hell as the case may be. <laughs> case may be. Yes, um, but yeah. So so then, uh, oh, I, let's not forget that that's the same girl that goes to the counselor. He's <laughs> like. Oh yeah, he died of a heart attack. She's just like super nonchalant, and the counselor's like weirdly like I don't understand b- how he's a counselor because he's like, oh yeah, and um, he lifts a book off of like he opens a book surreptitiously, glancing at something inside, and going like, yeah, you should um, process the grief. And you're like, <laughs> what kind of what the hell kind of counselor is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> doesn't have like a handy dandy just set of phrases ready to go what the hell uh, and she pushes him out the window from that's like right. a third, yes, third that's story right. window because <laughs> she's like he's like so how did that make you feel and she's like it makes me feel like I want to scream yeah. and he's like well you know I could open the window and you could just scream it out into the world and he's like and so he opens the window and he's like I've often thought about screaming myself you know he, <laughs> he's presented as like a dopey but very funny character <laughs> and she just like murks him she's like well oh don't don't forget she she flashes a weird orc face for a second and then pushes him yes he, i that's so, the devil face i'm glad you mentioned the orc face um because yeah it's it's great this is like this this is the first glimpse that 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 we get of it, um, and it's not like a super complicated effect. It's kind of it kind of it kind of varies between silly and horrifying, um, but yeah, they 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 kind of get this weird. It kind of looks sort of like a like halfway like an orc and halfway like like the predator hmm. also, <laughs> and a little goopy too. Yeah, a little just... goopy. It's 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 great. I was cackling at this whole section. It's just it's just so fun because it's like it's like. You kind of know where the film is going at this point. There is, there is no like, there really is no B plot. It's really just, the, you know. <laughs> yes, it's all A plot. <laughs> yeah. And when you think it's going to change, more A plot. More, more A plot. Yes. Uh, but yeah, like, uh, and so then he bites it, and then, uh, shit, I forget now. I believe Priscilla. Um, oh, that's right. That's right. Because uh, Julie shows up and is like. Trying to, uh, trying to sort of like talk to Mr. Morehouse, and she's like, "Oh, it's it's the other one, isn't it?" Uh, blah, blah blah, and she's like, goes off in a huff, and you're like, "This isn't gonna end well." <laughs> you know, cut to Priscilla, you know, like, <laughs> you know, basically uh, leaving the tennis court, you know, after a, a nice game of tennis, getting to her car and 
dun, 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 you know, usual slasher flick type stuff. Julie's in the back seat. But the difference is they don't cut away. <laughs> they no, just stand true. there as she fucking saws at her neck and an enormous amount of, you know, fake blood comes out, as I recall. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But yeah, uh, again, just like veering straight into like, you know what? Let's be really mean and nasty. <laughs> Yes, mm-hmm. I, I I thought that that was really interesting because like, honestly, like um, it, it sort of brings that whole sort of like, well, he was sort of leading her like like you said, Chris, he, he's leading her on by not disabusing her of like the idea that they could she he could be an object of her affection. Right. Right. And so like, well, you know, this is hell hath no fury and all that right yeah and the mayor's daughter like totally picks up on that too right right yes yes absolutely uh well and the mayor's daughter like also thinks poorly of (laughs) of the english teacher like her 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 boyfriend or was her boyfriend i'm not sure whatever i think that they yeah i do believe that they broke up before the events of the film and are kind of like on the verge of getting back together maybe as the film is going on right exactly it does it does have that feeling to it um and so anyway like he he's like you know like mr morehouse receives the call from the mayor uh he's like oh it's a terrible thing a terrible thing you know and and he receives the 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 news and hangs up the phone and suddenly none, none other than julie knocking at his door you know uh, also glammed out uh with like uh a fishnet uh collared shirt and like a leather bolero jacket or something like that lots of eyeshadow you know uh just to show that she is evil now yes uh, and then she becomes, you know, like he, he, it turns out Mr. Moorhead didn't want an orc girlfriend, but yeah, she- dude, this, I was, I, the, so I watched this and I will say I was somewhat inebriated the first time that, that the first time that I watched it, but I knew that I enjoyed it a great deal. And then I was, I, I was watching it again, um, two or three nights ago, still inebriated but perhaps less so or maybe maybe in a different way um and uh and i got to the scene and it just keeps going and so like she basically starts trying to uh seduce him and uh, possibly succeeding sort of um and it just gets it just keeps going and going and going you're like surely something is going to stop at this point like she's they're not just gonna have like a blowjob in this film uh and they they basically get up to there and then he goes no no, I can't, you know, or whatever. Or I, I think like he like slaps her or something. I don't mm-hmm. remember. Yes, exactly. yes, he does slap her. Um, and she kind of like falls down, and then and then she looks up and she's got the fucking orc face. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's gone full orc, you know. <laughs> with kind of yeah, like kind of like two tusks coming out the side of her mouth, and her face is like a little bit kind of like a little bit bony. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then she pretty immediately turns into. Uh, a creature, I, I, yes. A, a creature. I don't know, like even what you would call it, because it, she, it, it sort of looks like a, it sort of looks like a like like a creature from a movie, like Chud, sort of like a very bad, <laughs> but like like entertaining and yes. like it, it, like like a good bad creature it, mask it, head thing. It, with it, like a- <laughs> it, you know what? It, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like I guess 
the Mac and Me aliens, but like f- yes, from a neighboring evil planet. <laughs> yes. I, I know now that you say evil planet, it also does kind of have like a Galaxy of Terror type, um, mm, yeah, type yeah. Vibe I can to, see that to it to it. This 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 particular pl- it's it's very like fleshy, yes, in an upsetting way. It's very fleshy. Um, uh, I, I do love that um, uh, Mr. Morehouse then uh, takes his own tennis racket <laughs> and in a in a dude, uh, dude, in an I act of a poetic a poetic justice uh, <laughs> kills her with the tennis racket. But not not before he just fucking like beats the shit. <laughs> fucking like it, it's so funny because. <laughs> Up until like you're you're expecting the demon teens to be like these horrifying beasts, and he's just fucking b- beating it about the head and shoulders with a tennis racket, just wailing on it. And then I think he starts fist fighting it too, and is just fucking like rock'em sock'em robotsing it. Um, and then yeah, he 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 like breaks the table leg or something, and and like stakes her like through the heart, and she kind of goes ah, you know, and also the whole time she's making this kind of ah. Kind well, of like I mean, monster, like like dinosaur screech. <laughs> I, I found I found it really uh, fascinating that there's no um, in in his mind there's no thought process evident in all of the action that's happening that this might be temporary. So, yeah, no, no. <laughs> he's like, dude, fuck that, <laughs> killer. No, she crossed the line, <laughs> and that's it. And the teacher becomes the hunter. <laughs> but yeah, it it is it, it, you're you are you are absolutely correct. He does not for a moment, and he doesn't even really like like gr- gr- like grieve over her. Nope, he's, no. not even he's one just bit. like, well, that that bitch is dead. <laughs> yes, yes, I got some demons to kill. He, and the, he and then he has stops. like a. He, he, he's a sort of like liberal arts ash from Evil Dead. <laughs> yes, because then he stops at the uh, let, let's just say the legally distinct gas station Exico because we don't want to pay any licensing <laughs> fees or anything like that. Uh, and Phil's like we, we don't actually see him. We just see someone uh, like not long after that scene. Uh, pull up to the, the the gas station, like fill up his his tank, and also fill up like a, a container, a gas container, and uh, <laughs> he's headed to the concert, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and what a concert it is! What a concert it is! Hey, you know he he was he's he, Mr. Moore is going to bring his own homemade homebrew uh, pyrotechnics uh, effects right. to the concert. I'm trying to think. Does there are there any other big kills before they get to the concert, or is it just? I I don't think so. I think they just. I think. I think they, yeah, they just that's that's right to the concert, about pretty much. it. Yeah, because the mayor survives. Uh, yeah, he goes to the concert. Uh, he he lights the stage on fire. They try to take him away. Uh, and, and to your point, like uh, at this point, Damien has uh, has has demoned out. You know, he's 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 in full demon form. Yeah. Well, so so he he first he first starts talking in the demon voice, and it's got this mm. kind of like weird like double track sound, and then um, oh, I, let's not let's not forget the absolutely hilariously over the top evil laugh that he has where he tosses his head back. Yes. <laughs> it's uh, so good. I've only ever seen that in a couple of um, MST3K type movies. Yes. And and he's going and he he starts saying like you you are my demon warriors, my black roses. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Given like a great evil, you know, Satan guy speech. Um 
And then, yes, as you say, so uh, Mr. Morehouse comes in and he's kind of trying to figure out what to do because the kids uh, initially just all the kids are just chanting Damien, Damien. Mm -hmm. Um, And then all all of a sudden he starts fucking zombieing them out. Um, and at that point, Mr. Morehouse is like, okay, fuck this, fuck this, and starts pouring gasoline all over the place. None too surreptitiously, uh, I must say. And it, I, I was pleased that Damien did, in fact, notice the man very conspicuously pouring gasoline all over everything. Um, and, uh, and goes, get him. And, and then the th- three, so Tony and two other people turn into, have you guys ever seen the movie Spaced Invaders? <laughs> I don't think I have. It's, no, it's a kind of uh, I don't know what to compare. It's it's is it's a it kind of like, like a stoner alien invasion? Thing, yes, right? yeah. It's it's basically like like stupid aliens try to conquer Earth, um, <laughs> and uh, but the makeup the the makeup effects that the teens have that try to accost Mr. Morehouse very much look like the gray aliens from that where they're kind of like they have these kind of like big blocky ET type heads I just just a very strange look they they kind of look like uh I don't know like fucking grabbed by the ghoulies or something it's very, it's very strange <laughs> and again Mr. Morehouse starts fucking fighting them doesn't he like pick up I think he takes like a microphone stand and is kind no, of like no, swinging no. it around or something. No, no, no. It's it's a it's a kettle drum. Uh, oh my god! Yes, you're right. That's right. You it's a kettle gets- drum. Uh, I don't know, a drumstick, a, a mallet, uh, whatever yes. you call it exactly. Yes, and he starts fucking beating them up with the mallet, and then and then yes, as you said before, uh, Damien fully turns into like a kind of. I think Chris said it looked a bit like a Gamera, and, and yes, it did. It did, yes, <laughs> little turtle man. He he didn't do any acrobatics, sadly. And and yeah, when when Mr. Morehouse is just hitting Satan effectively over the head with 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 the fucking timpani mallet, <laughs> just beating him over the head with the big mallet, I was absolutely I was I I could not stop laughing at that this, at this sequence. Oh man, it's so good. It's it's so silly, and I love it. And yeah, but, and he he again he also like at one point he's he uh, he just starts like they, they basically just start like fist fighting each other and, <laughs> and Damien is like punching him and he's punching him they're just like boxing up on stage <laughs> me and Satan mano a mano that's right uh, he beats him right uh, but but only temporarily he beats him but only well well so yeah so he wins the fight and then uh, Mister Morehouse picks up the flare that he had gotten. Um, well, so, so actually before that, so who is, who's, so I, here's what I was confused about. I thought that the girl that Mr. Morehouse, uh, k- killed was the other one was Emily because I thought that it was Julie that he rescued You're right. at the end. You're right. Because Julie's like behind him, uh, yes. behind Damien, uh, in that last scene, you're like, well then who the fuck did he just. Stay yeah, through the heart. I think I think that was the friend. I I think that that was Emily who who was trying to put the moves on him, not Julie. Confusing, or, which is confusing for the plot. Or she just came back. Or or it could be the um the 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 female band member who uh, showed up to Johnny like fully naked, and you're like, oh okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. I, that's right. I forgot about that. Yes. Where I, apparently she can shape shift or something. I don't know. 
But yeah, yeah. So yeah, because Damien's got Julie up there too, and she, interestingly, she seems not totally sure about everything going on <laughs> after she uh, damn near sawed the head off of the mayor's daughter. She's like, I don't know this all, all this stuff about turning into zombies. I'm not fully on board with this part of it. Uh, but yeah, so so he, Mister Morehouse, sets Damien on fire. And he's kind of like very much looking like a Godzilla monster dying, going, rawr, rawr, you know, waving his little arms around his little, his little, his little turtle arms. Um, and they all of a sudden the spell is broken, it seems. And all the teens start running outside screaming and and the building is on fire and burning down. They're saying, save the kids, save the kids. Um, and there's some really funny parts there. I really like Tony running out like on fire and going, God damn it, no, God damn it. And he's like, just he's like just flailing around while his arm is on fire. Uh that was very entertaining. <laughs> um Shit breaks loose. It does. It's just kind of like the movie just kind of like unravels. Like there is no there is no really grand denouement. They just they 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 burn down the theater. Uh presumably a bunch of teens die, but you know, they but at least Damien died. Mm-hmm. Or so they or think. Did they? <laughs> yeah, I, I love the the you know, like the the usual uh, maybe not usual, but a a stereotypical horror movie end is well they beat it they beat the evil for now. Yeah, and and like the the he like Mister Morehouse is getting together with the mayor. They're gonna have a have some beers together. Blah blah. They're watching TV, and then suddenly the news cuts in. It says New York City, the Big Apple. Yeah, you know, I think was it they they got uh, Madison Square Madison Garden. Square Gardens. Yeah, and they, I love Madison it. Pentangle Gardens. <laughs> <laughs> you know who else was a square? That's right, <laughs> the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we're gonna party down in hell anyway yeah i i love that it just ends when and you know the band leader damien you know whatever the fuck his last name is uh and it just shows like a, a, a headshot of him <laughs> uh, can, can i uh i know that this is super late in the in the episode but can i just call out just like the stylist that was oh, doing yes. damien's hair Holy shit! And which <laughs> turns out to be a wig too in the film, and that was that was awesome. Yes, yeah. When he just he just fucking takes his hair off, <laughs> and he looks like the pharaoh. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, well, also, I I forget like when he's talking to Morehouse, doesn't he have like it like it's weirdly like uh, short in the back? Yes, yeah. And you're like it is. Yeah. How did he do that? What the fuck? <laughs> Lucifer, man, he's the fucking son of the devil. He can, he, he can get a different haircut if he wants. I'm sure he has enough swing with you know the the, the infernal powers to be like, can I do some like quick change with my hair? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was that was Black Roses. I, yeah, I, Black I Roses. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give it up for Black Roses, shall we? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I don't know that I have any last thoughts. I think. I just really enjoyed, like you said, it's just cheesy, sleazy, and uh, lemon squeezy. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's it's the sort of it's the sort of sh- shitty movie that I love because it it knows what it is capable of and it sets out to deliver on what it has promised on the box art. And oh boy, mm-hmm. does it! Like, 
like it's it's always very 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 frustrating when you watch a movie where you're like I know this is going to be corny but I'm hoping it'll be like fun and it really like can't even deliver on the fun. Yeah. And this movie very much delivers like for 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 all of its bad tastes and all of its various <laughs> flaws. It it is just a fucking hilarious goofy ass movie. Um and like I uh, there, you know, it, it there started very slowly to be horror films like this again after after quite a long absence. Um, I've I've started noticing them pop up, and I haven't really had a chance to dig too far uh, mm. into them. Um, but but I, I am excited for this sort of kind of you know j- joyously stupid horror film to go, like the, type to come the, back. The success of like uh, the terror fire films, which they're not really my cup of tea, but they're like just pure like gore hound stuff, is something that I thought would have been like in the 2010s, something like kind of like un un- unheard of, like the yes. success that they see they are seeing. Yeah, and and you know it's it's not on that level, but uh, suitable flesh is also very much kind of up this this type of alley. It's 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 a different alley off of the same street. I I will say, and it is it it is very much gleefully delivering on its. On, on its you know weird gross out premise um mm-hmm. and and i and i fucking love that because i i feel like for a while you would get films that sounded like they would be like this on shutter and then i, I don't know i i love shutter but if there's a film that i'm not sure about especially a newer film i've started to skip them because mm. a lot of times they'll have a good premise and like like a good poster, and then the film just like doesn't really deliver on like it it presents as if it's going to be schlock, and it winds up being kind of like weirdly middle brow, um, like uh that that one uh, it, I think it's just called Glory Hole, yeah, isn't it? No, it's glorious, isn't it? Glorious, that's it. Yes, glorious. Mm-hmm. Didn't for, for me like I bailed out about halfway through, and may, maybe it got a lot better, but it was. It just it just wasn't doing it for me. Like it it it, it wasn't delivering on the premise. I wanted the goop. Give me the mm. goop. The goop. <laughs> the goop. You know. So. Yep. I mean, goop costs money, uh, Kurt. Not that much money. This film cost <laughs> one million dollars to make. Oh really? Yes. Okay. So that's not. Yeah, it's not very expensive at all. Really. Not that bad. Not I that mean, bad. I mean, maybe what in '88? Well, even then, in '88, it's still pretty. It's probably cheap. like fourteen or fifteen million now or something. I don't know. But um, but yeah, yeah, I uh, I agree. I I think that there's a there's a lot of uh stuff like this that that we we don't we sort of don't see anymore. Mm-hmm. It's only it's or, actually only two and a half million dollars today. I was way off. I don't know yeah. anything about fucking finance. <laughs> <laughs> they say there's inflation. That's uh I don't know about all that. <laughs> anyway, so uh yeah, I, I guess um yeah, anything else before we uh sign off? I like the film. It's gleeful, it's gross. Hooray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I, I kind of love the, uh, the the I think I I love the premise of an in like an actual factual like band from hell. Yes, and um, sort of like uh, yeah, and, and taking at face value like all the all the claims that the Satanic Panic had had about them, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, other than that, uh, I am yeah, Chris, you got anything else? No, I, I, I say check it out. 
Um, it uh, other recommendation along those lines is Trick or Treat. Oh, that um, we that we you and I discussed uh, recently. Uh, no, this was Trick or Treat, no apostrophe. Oh, oh uh, man, what? Yes, it's also about um a demonic uh metal guy who he gets martyred and then oh i i've seen this one yeah Yeah. he starts speaking to his biggest fan okay i gotta go watch this all right huh i'm excited interesting interesting is it 1986 uh yeah that sounds about right okay directed by charles martin smith best known from american graffiti and uh untouchables he's the nerdy guy really yeah Huh. Well, I might go watch that. Yes. <laughs> go for it. Agreed. All right. Well, anyway, uh, thanks. Thanks, Kurt, for, for recommending this. This was a lot mm-hmm. of fun. Absolutely. Here, here. <laughs> um, and everyone out there, thanks for listening. And we'll catch you next time here on Podside. Podside.